0: Welcome back to another episode of the MRP Show. Oh, yeah, that's okay, it. Cool. Right clap, on. Right,
1: nah, nice. no, dude, that gets nah, no, that's weird. Yeah, that we that us. Yeah. We just have some
0: loops in this studio
1: today. So, <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, why don't you go ahead and introduce? Yeah, let me Actually, you know, before that, yeah, go ahead. We want to pull one out for our uh, our friends Jose and Daniel who are not here today. They're they're not. Rest, rest in peace
2: rest in yes. peace rest in peace tonight it's yeah. their night off
1: yeah oh, right <laughs>
0: yeah they uh a vacation and they asked uh, for vacation this week so they're on vacation so. nice um we have um acquired a new host whoa his name is roberto he is in the studio with us today well you said it was robert yeah his name is <laughs> robert well, do you want to go by roberto or robert who about rob
2: no. What about that's Bob? Off, that's off. Bob? That's off limits. That's off, off limits. Uh, well, I, what do you I push it. Bro with bro? Robert. No. Robert. <laughs> I push it with Robert, but my name is Roberto. But But, but, but do you go by Roberto?
0: Roberto?
2: Well, everyone except you guys. If you called me Robert am i so it's I just think. me <laughs> yeah you're okay. the only one that called me robert you you introduced him to me as robert yeah so I'm like,
0: <laughs> okay well no. there you go roberto there you is go. in the studio so thank you not for robert. joining us not of robert robert, robert is gone <laughs> robert is gone
2: a new man has, <laughs> so has a new man <laughs> so <laughs> roberto is ashes. in the studio
0: thank you for showing up of course welcome welcome to the welcome, to the welcome. he's a big much. film fanatic
2: fanatic i love watching movies right there on. go and love, on. On.
0: always we have kevin in the house what's up man
1: wait i already said hello
2: well, Yeah, you matter. hello everybody yeah, that's just
0: kevin i'm yeah, kevin yeah, that's kevin you know, he, you know him he's you been know. here since season, season, season two. two season since two, the two. Start since the, the start one. of season two, two. Yeah. since pre- we get we get it yeah we get it thank you and then we have our catch potato we flew her all the way from new york guys that's the only reason you're here literally no yes. that's that is it the only reason we are the here. reason you are here we Yes, got lucilla
3: lucilla yes
0: lucilla sorry lucilla do you lucilla. want, your last, yeah, into you the want public? your last name yeah you know what? Yeah. what yeah no
1: that's cool or i don't know I, you matter. you say it why can you not? That's racist. I, I forgot. <laughs> racist, Lombard- Lucila Lombardi. 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 Okay, Lombardi, Lombardi, like the trophy. She is. Lombardi. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Nice. okay. Are you related? Actually, actually, nope. didn't no, we look up? Like, didn't the Lombardi we... slap, dude. Yes, yeah. the Lombardi <laughs> slap. It's uh, what is it? Slapping with your penis?
3: Yeah, what? Yep. Nice. Cool. Yes,
1: body slap. <laughs> is that what it is? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Man. You Google it. That That's shit, what
3: I'm known for. <laughs> for, sla- that, that,
1: that. for <laughs> That's why we flew her their That's why Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Lucille is in the house tonight. She is. Um, she's a longtime friend of mine and a longtime friend of the show. I would say. Yes. Um. And uh, we brought her on because you know. She's cool, you know. Why not?
3: <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm really excited. And to she's be here.
1: wearing an MRP a, yeah, show pin. We're gonna we're gonna put a picture of that. Yeah, on yeah. The yeah. internet because it looks fancy. Her looks shoes like are also fans. MRP shoes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Her we'll socks. Take it. I'll yeah. take her, her <laughs> so socks. Right on. Her hair. I mean. <laughs> so I came across this question while we were uh, doing our prep work. Prep work in quotations because I don't know how much work goes into our prep. Right, but. Uh, I came across this question that was asked by the fans, Juan, can you read the question because I don't have it on It me. says
0: what movie, novel, comic, article has changed your life or
1: been impactful in some way? So that question, basically, when I was reading that question, I thought, all right, I can talk about this for yeah. a couple hours, you <laughs> yeah. know So uh, that's what I wanted to bring for us tonight, you know, or today whenever you guys are listening to this. I don't know. You guys don't know when we're recording this. Um, but basically, you know, from the day we're born till the day we die, as humans, we're constantly learning, right? Right. And uh, hopefully, you know, that makes us better people. I know that that's not the case. You know, present company in- included. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay. Um, basically, you know, there's there's... Places dedicated to education all over, you know, there's Mm -hmm. schools, churches, you know, growing up with our parents and learning things, right? Like we go there and we learn, you know, from books and stuff and people teach us and, you know, those dedicated places for education. Right, But I think that for a long time, especially growing up, we're sort of taught to discredit all this other stuff that's just entertainment or that it's just there to kill time or waste time and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've said this a whole bunch of times whenever I'm you know, talking about movies because you know, I love movies. I could talk about movies for days. <laughs> but um, one of the things is that I learned so much from movies and just like just mm. because I, I, I really started watching them a lot, you know, maybe like I don't know, 2012, like 10 years ago, I guess. I got really big into movies, I would say. Um, and since then, I've learned so much about just like you know, the human condition and like myself really and others and just all this other stuff and i just thought it was such an interesting you know topic that i think you know i love i mean there's nothing better than talking about movies with your right. friends, right and right that, like, there's, there's literally nothing better there's like, a
2: common ground there
1: yeah dude whenever me and my friends get drunk that's literally what we end up doing <laughs> yeah. for yeah. hours and i mean you know there's a reason for it right. because i wanted to ask you guys you know what 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 this stuff means to you guys you know um but yeah, that was basically it. And I mean, I I think someone should kick us off with uh, something. I was thinking about this at work today, because that's what I do at work. Sorry. Think
2: about other things aside from work. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um. Well. Okay. No. Not really. Because you know, it, it's a whole different question. All right. <laughs> so. Okay. Um. So my first example that I want to bring out is um. Do you guys know the movie Holes? Yeah. Starring. Hollywood's Shia LaBeouf. Oh yes. you know? yeah, absolutely. Um, so this one, I think, is probably the earliest, the earliest case of me ever feeling connected to a movie like this. Um, and I would say that one thing that really sort of that every time that I watch this movie, I have the same thinking now and the same feeling now. Um, it's that I learned basically like. Just because you do bad things doesn't mean you're a bad person. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that 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 speaks to me more as an adult because, you know, we do dumb shit and we do, you know, terrible things. Um, And I think that's something that we all sort of question, right? Like, are we good people? Like, are the decisions that I've made, like, gonna stack up against the bad ones and being like, oh yeah, this guy's a good person? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's something that that movie really really drove home for me is like you know what all these people all the whole cast well you know the d10 boys or whatever they were all there for a reason right but they weren't bad people and i don't want to even say like oh they were just you know wrong place wrong time because that was specifically stanley's case not everyone else you know but um everyone else they made their decisions and they did things that they did but you know, that doesn't make them bad people. They still, like, care about each other. They still, you know, have feelings, and... I don't know, man. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. That movie's freaking great. When was the last time you watched Holes?
3: Probably, what, like, 2005? Really? <laughs> something. I don't yeah. even know when it came Dude, out. Dude, no right? way. It's been a long time. I mean, I remember it really well, and I the soundtrack, obviously, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, I do remember... I mean, it's pretty iconic to people like that are about our age literally yeah yeah. did you
2: ever read the book no i didn't even know there was a book i did not i didn't know there was a book see
1: okay i watched
2: i think i watched this movie probably once or twice and right around the same time she did are you serious five thousand six dude that's crazy just because
1: okay i remember i'm very grateful for my elementary school because they were very big on like well okay at least they were supposed to be on (laughs) like reading and stuff right Right. so like all my teachers would always like read us books. i guess this is what's supposed to happen in elementary schools right Right. yeah you get read to whatever Um and I remember when they read holes to us I was like holy shit that's a good story
2: and then the movie comes out yeah man because I, I
1: like after they read it for us like I read it for myself once and I was like damn this shit's good and it was really easy yeah. to read you know super easy oh yeah um and then the movie came out and I was like whoa that's
2: and then I good. watched
1: the movie I was like whoa this is awesome yeah. and I mean they would play it on Disney Channel all the time right so I've literally seen that movie like fifteen times I love that movie it's so good. So good! I can't believe you guys have only seen like twice. That's crazy. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and well, now that it's on, like, because Disney Plus is out now, so probably mm-hmm, you know, yeah, give it up the
1: last it time Gamer. that I watched it, it was on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Actually, that's a lie. I think the last time I watched it, I want to say it was on Netflix. I think it may have
2: probably been because a lot of Disney properties were on Netflix and on other streaming platforms before they their parent companies got bought out by oh yeah right the big old the disney monster the disney monster oh disney
1: will get there. oh yeah i got something will. for them in a second yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so holes man taught me how yeah. to uh you know not be so down on you when you right. make mistakes you know because especially now i'm telling you especially now being yeah. an adult and being able to think yeah. about all the shit that we've done and like thinking on whether Man, it's going to get real dark, (laughs) whether whether we deserve to be here, you know, based on how we live or what we do. And I think that with holes, it says that there's still hope for redemption, you know, and that I think that redemption story is more. I don't know. It's closer
3: I think you something know? cool that is from that too. It's like your circumstances don't define you, right? Mm. Um, even though like you might end up in a situation that might feel like it is defining you, like being right. a right. prisoner or whatever, or jail digging a, a hole, right? <laughs> <something> <laughs> <like> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah <laughs> um, yeah, and then just like seeing past that and like knowing that there is like even like whether it's like change or or some sort of like hope and you know, but also not being able to like be so angry with yourself right yeah dude,
1: yeah. Yeah. right on lord yeah. knows i'm angry with myself all the time <laughs> stay mad same but yeah man so uh, that's my first one
2: and i think for me um cause i'm i as a kid you know you watch a lot of these uh superhero movies and you admire how cool they are and some of them look as cool as they can get but as a I, kid as a kid <laughs> As a the, kid. but then you watch them as an adult and you're like okay. as an adult but um for me one one big uh medium for me was the civil war story arc from marvel hell yeah dude um you that's know,
1: actually my favorite yeah uh, that's my favorite storyline i love it from marvel
2: because i not only read it you get i played it with uh marvel's ultimate alliance too, and in both cases uh after, you know before the movie came out in both cases um i learned that you know each side had their views and each side stuck to their guns. And I, Mm -hmm. from that, I learned, you know, your ideals are your ideals. Mm -hmm. They may evolve over time, but, um, always stick up that from there. I learned to always stick up for what you believe in. It may be wrong in some people's eyes. It may be right in others, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, they're your ideals. So that, that was, has been my biggest takeaway from, from that, that story arc, that game that I played, um, I always chose Captain America's hide. I don't I, I just yeah. hell yeah, brother. Yeah.
1: Dude, and, um, I have a, I have a Captain America shrine in my room, dude. Yeah. That's my guy, dude. He's literally on my shirt He's right on now. Your shirt. <laughs> Look at that.
2: Yeah. Shout oh,
1: out, I, shout out to Scotty Young. I'm wearing a shirt with his artwork on it. That's I awesome. I don't know if he cares. <laughs> yeah, he probably listens to us. Yeah. I hope so. Scotty Young is great. He's one of my favorites, but yeah, man.
2: Yeah, so. Um, yeah, not just that. I think um, you know, there's there's a lot of you know stuff that i couldn't watch as a kid because you know we weren't allowed to see that stuff it wasn't um for it it wasn't taken as educational value it was it was just yeah it was kind of throwaway stuff that we didn't need and now people people go on social media and talk about it and make money off of that so just because they review it or they watch it or they talk about it Mm -hmm. um you know a lot of stuff back in the day that people didn't take seriously they're like you're one phrase that I won't ever forget was you're never going to make money for playing video games. No Hey, I, mean. I still don't. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah you know. but there's people, you know, people in the world that have, yeah, you know, yeah, honed a craft I think and they're
0: talking it. specifically to you.
2: Yeah. To me. <laughs> yeah, because I play video games. Well, I started now because, you for know, money. No, I wish. He spends I w- money. I spend money on it. <laughs> nice. I spent money yesterday on it. You got to spend, a,
1: minute, gotta spend money to make money. Yeah.
2: Unfortunately, know? I spent it and never <laughs> and get it back. It. And
1: that's it. You're doing something wrong there.
2: Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I've, I've been able to, you know, experience it as a kid. Um, I think you can relate because of, the, you know, the church that we we went to and some of the thing, the ideals that were instilled in us as children was religion always came first and try not to fall into entangled web of of other stuff that isn't and and that's
1: that's like that's honestly one of the big reasons why this this uh particular topic spoke to me so much is because for the same reason because like growing up going to church every week and then like you know learning this and then like having parents that tell you that everything that's not this is basically not good or like basically evil or whatever Yeah, yeah man we grew up in a cult but anyways like <laughs> yeah. seeing things like that that's why this is so much better because now that like yeah. I'm you know an adult and I can watch whatever the fuck I want yeah. like I yeah. I've learned so much from even going back and watching like kids movies like I was never allowed to watch Harry Potter growing up Oh, yeah. I didn't watch yeah. I didn't watch the movies until I was in college my freshman year of college Dude. and yeah. I was like holy shit these. Are I
2: just crazy. I just know that I'm, I'm 22 and I just watched the, the all seven Harry Potter movies this year that's crazy. And, That's insane. Yeah. And, those are freaking awesome. Yeah, I, know. I had. um Yeah, you were saying earlier you played Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know if you ever heard of Baku, Bakugan. You've heard of that?
1: That was after my time. Yeah, I, <laughs> so I was I was well into my adulthood, dude. So well, um, I mean, not that I'm not now playing yeah. children's games. So <laughs> right? It's, it's fine. Never so, mind. Forget what I
2: said. <laughs> you know, of course, you guys remember the book fair. My favorite day. Oof, the book fair. Classic um, book fair. I found the like the, these Bakugan novels. And someone at church saw that I was reading it at church and told my mom to throw them away classic. because they were not of classic, classic value. Move. And yeah. And dude, I am not ashamed to say this. I went into the trash and I dug them out because I had not finished reading them. I been
0: Tears good. are literally coming down. Yes, I'm um, crying. Robert's I am, I <laughs> am broken.
2: Right <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and then from from an early age, they try to instill these ideals in you, but you also get to see the other side and the... Nassier side of it, where they kind of want to limit you and and what you can consume. Yeah. Now, and I guess, I guess,
1: think, I guess yeah. honestly, for them, it's not limiting. It's not limiting perspectives. I guess it's just keeping their children safe from what yeah. potentially could be out there, which yeah. I completely understand. Yeah. But also, like you know, it, it's I, like okay, personally, it's not like I feel deprived. You know, right? Shit. Um, I definitely do feel though that they just they just don't credit the things that have really shown us and maybe it's right. maybe it's a generational thing or a cultural thing mostly because think about like we're all you know of hispanic descent here correct right yes right lucy i'm not yes. sure about you still i still don't know <laughs> still about you
2: you
1: know, it's vague. know about the that. accent could be like polish or something i don't know dude um but like i think that sort of also has something to do with right. it um I don't know why. I don't know where I was going with that, but oh, yeah. but basically, like, I mean, I just feel that they should credit the things, you know. Right. And th- that's why there was there was this one guy who preached in my church um, multiple times. I won't say his name for fear of you know whatever Retribution. <laughs> Retribution. <laughs> <laughs> for fear of getting smited by God. <laughs> um, but no, like, uh, sorry. Um, but he, I remember he would invite us to watch movies at his house. And so we would and we would watch these like wild movies and he would tell us that he would like write sermons about these movies. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? Um and on this evening we were watching the classic Blood and Blood Out. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I have movie. not
2: been graced with the presence of that movie. Have on the you seen that movie? Yeah. You've seen that movie? Have you seen that movie? Before? I
1: have not. You've not seen I've Blood and Blood it. Out.
2: That movie is yeah. I love that movie it's yeah. very bad but i love it um very bad in the sense that it's bad production bad writing or just it's not absolutely. good to sure watch
1: i like watching it for yeah. <laughs> <Bad laughs> kids oh no uh, <laughs> well
2: yeah yeah because it's, it's 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 a very blood like, in blood out in the title <laughs> right
1: yeah, it sounds on, pretty yeah it's, so it's it's basically about um you know gangs in la and like uh um there's this guy in it who's i think he's adopted i can't remember but he's definitely like American, right? Um, but they still like take him in, and he's like trying to prove himself because he wants to be part of the you know right culture. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love this movie. I think it's I think it's freaking awesome. No, I gotta, no but I we were it we were watching it at his house, and it's very violent, like very very you know crazy. And we I remember asking him like, "Yo, this is crazy. I didn't think you would have this because I think he had it. Like he owned the movie, and that's when he would tell us that yeah, like he he does that a lot. Like he'll watch movies and like write sermons about them, or wow. like it, it, it like put them in his sermons. And I was like. That's kind of crazy. That's, yeah, um, I don't exactly know what this one was about. And,
2: our, <laughs> and imagine that being, you know, growing up how we grew up, uh, that would be crazy to be able to implement um, uh, a medium of the world yeah, to right. mm-hmm. scripture and be able to transfer them into a sermon that you're preaching to the masses.
3: Right. And I think what's, what's interesting about that too, it's like, and I think something that I've realized as I grew older as well, that something that most of us at least in the church like there's a lack of relevancy to all the things that we experience now as people that grew up in like you know the 90s and like 2000s and you know growing up with like computers and screens and things that you know very relevant to us and i think ignoring that these things exist isn't helpful at all because it's a reality of just what we're consuming and we're talking about culturally and stuff and Being able to kind of like connect things and like look past whatever like if it's like not aligning to scripture or whatever, I think it does more of a disservice to then like not be able to connect that. And actually, that's I think a good connection to one of the movies that I was thinking about and (laughs) (laughs) my experience with um, when I went to boarding school. I had a um my dean used to show us these videos on Wednesday nights about different things that were satanic or whatever so like Nice. Yeah, classic. it's classic, as you know. You, <laughs> as
2: you as you normally do on a Wednesday night. Yeah, it's a
3: casual Wednesday night um and usually they were like pretty cool movies um and then I remember one specific one that was they showed The Truman Show on um one of these like This is like super satanic and why and whatever. <laughs> Jim and, Carrey, that's why. <laughs> yeah, with Horse. Jim Carrey. And, of course, like, this movie is about, you know, like, this dude that's, like, born into, like, this TV show, and he's being filmed, but he doesn't know, and it's, like, his whole life is basically produced, but he has no idea. And then the whole world is watching him, like, a reality TV show, and they're all, like, you know, different days just, like, wanting to know what's going to happen, and basically he's being controlled by this producer or whatever. So the way that my dean took it was, like, okay, so this is kind of showing how, like, um, you know, it's satanic because... This guy, the producer, the director, is technically God and Jim Carrey doesn't want to be a part of that world once he like realizes that something's up and like it's just showing how like, you know, people like this guy doesn't wanna like, you know, be with God and he's like walking into like this doorway that's like dark, meaning that it's like right. hell and it's like okay i see that's a a big stretch i was like sure sure but then you know like i saw it afterwards because honestly like it made me intrigued after i saw that video and i was like this movie actually looks pretty cool let me see it for myself and it really obviously wasn't anything about that it really i think the message that that stuck with me was that sometimes things can be really perfect and can look really perfect and can be like very curated and you know, really like set up in a way that, you know, it's supposed to like not fail, but we as people have like our own, you know, free will and right. understanding that we're, you know, we, we, we shouldn't be caged into this thing. And some things don't work for everybody. And I think like that was like a really nice learning from that as opposed to this like more like stretched that idea. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned on the church of like how it's like we lose the relevancy when we're looking at it from a, uh, from a, particular perspective when in reality it's like it could be really helpful and like helping understand like you
1: yeah. know bigger concepts and stuff right and then that's one thing that i um, have always thought like being being a creative person being like an artist i feel that that's that's kind of our superpower you know like right that's the closest that we can feel to to being a god, really. Right. Is, is taking, or like freaking magician, you know, is taking nothing and making, and making something, something right. you know? Like, that is, that is in essence, giving life to something, and then especially something that has purpose and something that has meaning. Right. Obviously, that's going to, that, they can't just be discarded as like, you yeah. know. Usually and like, I, I understand that like, you know, maybe it's not... I don't know not even because it's it's part of the human experience and yeah. we're all here doing the same thing living the same life and i think that you know as artists that's what's that's what we do is we you know show people you know we tell people what we want to say you know that's what we do is we put something out there when we want to say something you know and all of that that just brings us closer together and it connects us as humans like understanding other people's experiences or understanding other people's you know stuff and obviously movies are super super big on that unless exactly. they're you know, like terrible but you know, yeah even ter- like even terrible movies i you don't know man they serve they serve um, a purpose of being a guilty pleasures that you want to watch one when- no it's it's not even that though like it's you know what this is actually a pretty good segue to my next one if i can go there, there Go, go. Ahead. all right so my next one um is kind of a two-part the main one is a movie called The Disaster Artist. Um, oh. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's uh, Tommy Wiseau. Absolutely. Yep. It's based on uh, the book The Disaster Artist written by Greg Sestero who was the co-star of the amazing film The Room. Mm. Um, I don't know if we've, ta- we've talked about it before on the podcast. But anyway, so I put this on my... I was thinking about this one just because I don't think I've ever felt more inspired than than when I, well, not when I saw the movie because I read the book first, but like when I read this book, I literally like that night I wanted to fucking write a movie because like there's so much, I don't know, like I, I just felt so inspired by this movie because I mean, I don't know if you know what the room is and like, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but like basically Tommy Wiseau, the man, the myth, the legend, Tommy Wiseau. He's just a guy who had a lot of money, right? And he wanted to make it in the movie biz. And so he's terrible at, like, acting and stuff and tries out and goes to classes and stuff and just is not good um, until, you know, someone sees potential in him. And uh, Greg Sestero is like, that person is like, you know what? You're crazy, dude. I want to I wanna work right. with you. You seem pretty cool. And so... You know, hilarity ensues. (laughs) But um, (laughs) basically, you know, Greg is getting work. Tommy's not getting work. Um, So he's like, you know what? I can do it myself. So he writes his own movie. He fronts the money to make the movie. I think it was like five or six million dollars that he spent uh, out of his own money to, like, buy film equipment, not rent. And, like, do all this super inconvenient stuff to make this movie that was so bad, Very so, hard. so bad that it feels, this is the best way to describe it, it feels like an alien came from space, watched a movie about like humans and thought I can do this, not knowing <laughs> anything about humanity right. or, or knowing filmmaking. nothing about anything really. <laughs> yeah. Um and so this movie it's its so crazy it's so <laughs> but it's so funny and I mean the I guess the story of the movie the reason this movie is so important is because you know this movie was supposed to be something great this was Tommy's like piece this was like, um, this is what they call it? my masterpiece yeah. you know and this is what was gonna skyrocket him into the Hollywood world because he's like no one will put me in a movie so I'll do it myself and I'll right. write it I'll produce it I'll direct nice. it you know? his magnum dude, opus actor. Yeah, dude it's crazy yeah. And, um, you know, obviously it didn't get the reception that he was intending for. He didn't, he didn't get the reception of a, you know, high quality drama. Right. But, you know, the reaction he got instead was everyone was laughing. Everyone was laughing at it, you know, whatever. Man. But all these people were having such a great time to the point of where it became such a huge cult classic. Yeah. That, like, and I mean, I'm one of them. I I, I, I absolutely love this movie. Like, I love watching it because it's so crazy and it's so hilariously bad um, and so I don't know I just felt that I found that so inspiring of somebody who's so passionate about doing something even though he's so bad at it and unprepared and, 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 or, unprepared yeah, yeah. and just, just completely throws all of that to the wind throws everything that everyone ever says about him that he's like never gonna make it that he can't do it throws all of that away to make this piece of shit that ends up Touching so many people and not being a piece of shit at the end of the the day, like I mean, now people know Tommy Wiseau. People know this movie. It's not like amazing, but you know, it's amazing. You know, like, like I still like. I mean, it was just playing at the Plaza Theater a couple weeks ago, and I'm so bummed because it was sold out. Super. We won a
3: couple years ago. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've
1: actually, I think I've seen it like maybe two times or three times in theaters, and it's honestly one of the most fun experiences ever. Just (laughs) because everyone's in on it, everyone's having such a great time, and it's almost it's almost like going to a concert mm-hmm. you know you go to a concert and everyone there you're all there for the same thing you're all connected through this one uh piece you one know piece, like yeah. that, that that's how that's how concerts are same thing is that's how like freaking churches are you know like everyone's right. there supposed to be connected and that is what watching this movie in theaters is like it's yeah. everyone connected everyone vibing on the same freaking frequency and we're just having a good time and everyone's just enjoying the ridiculousness that is the room right and so you know the guy who was in it wrote that book the disaster artist and i'm telling you man i I read that book and it was so inspiring that like i have never felt that way about something that like really energized me to do something and like go out there and be like, dude, I can fucking do it. It's not going to be as bad as the room. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, and even if it might be, you know, but fuck it. Yeah. We, we got to do what we can. I mean, granted, we don't all have $5 million. Six, million, yeah. six $5
2: million. But oh, I, mean, no, I got a I'm brain, you know?
1: Yeah. And I can, you know? I don't know, man. I do Love think
3: one of the things that, I, like, that really stands out to me about that movie and like trying to figure out, obviously it's like ridiculous and like that's why it's so interesting and like people like to celebrate it. But there's also like this like very genuine... Like he really wanted to make that movie, you know, and like he the details project. Exactly. And like even just like the details of like the wardrobe and stuff that were like so crazy and like who made this movie? The set, you know, like but you're you know that somebody really wanted to be there.
1: And that's the thing, like from the beginning, he never let go of that idea, like, no, this is a big Hollywood movie. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna do it the biggest, the way Hollywood does it. We got (laughs) we got an alleyway in the back, fuck that. We're gonna build an alleyway set that (laughs) looks exactly (laughs) like that alley and pay like thousands to record it there like Dude, I'm t- dude, you gotta you gotta watch this movie or read will check it out. The disaster Artist. Yeah, yeah I'll watch it. I've it's never starring watched it. James Franco, uh oh, okay. who else? Dave Franco. Dave Franco, yeah. Uh, all those guys like yeah. and Seth Rogen and Yeah. No, yeah.
2: You know, like I've never I've so never good, seen so like good. I've never seen the room, but I've always I've heard of it oh, you gotta all gotta over watch the place. It kind of sounded and like the Michael
1: Scott the film, the Threat Level Midnight. Oh yeah. Yeah. Honestly. You know what? You know what? It's the same sort of vibe where every... Like you
2: know that it's uh like absurd and it's so bad but at the same time you're having fun watching it mm-hmm. i feel like that when a movie does that for you it, it's hitting it's it might not have hit its target with the critics and the box office but it's if it's it found hitting, a target exactly yeah. it found its the target audience i
1: think that's another thing is when you do something you got to do it passionately right you got to put everything into it because that's that's what that's what draws people right you know is 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 seeing what you love and why you love it so much and why it's so good even though it's not but you know what people found merit in it and it's i'm telling you it's a cult cult hit i mean
3: didn't i know it's the the disaster artist is actually not like the room right but didn't that movie they won
2: an award i don't know what i think they won an award and tommy was presenting and like uh, i know yeah. what you're talking about oh, it was that hey. kind of yeah yeah it won an award and tommy Wiseau was presenting i think and- it
3: was so james franco went up with him and i remember james franco was talking and then he like went up to like grab the mic he's yeah. like no 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 yeah no, so they
2: put you yeah, because <laughs> dude because
1: he's, he's a weird guy dude, he's, he's weird yeah, guy, dude. Yeah. But, but dude i mean the amount of love i think that he put into this movie yeah you can see it you yeah know? and also like i mean like, uh, Greg Sestero tells it in such a crazy way because he does a good job at, you know, when everyone wants to make fun of this guy for doing this, I think that's the reason Greg was with him the whole time is because he felt so inspired the same way yeah. that I have felt inspired by him. He felt so much that he's like, this has got to be something. But yeah. they
3: also both believed in each other, which was that's really it's interesting It's a tale well. friendship, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. really Because,
1: wonderful. I mean, they, they, they really, like they did they believed in each other and they believed in the same dream that they had mm-hmm. you know and i think i mean it's awesome
2: yeah
1: juan you gotta watch it dude yeah we'll, so we'll watch it to, no not tonight don't watch <laughs> <it>. well, you <laughs> never know maybe tonight
0: yeah <laughs> awesome dude
1: so good
2: yeah and i think for me um I don't know, like, and in a way kind of um goes back to my topic about you know civil war story arc because he stuck to what he wanted to do yeah without Absolutely. you know clearly without any regard as to you know any anyone criticizing or any limitations he went for it and like i said it might not have been for everyone but it was for him it was for a target audience it's for me yeah it's for kevin so good That
3: also reminds me of the, another movie that I had thought of um, from my list, which is, I don't know if you guys have seen Babe. I don't think so. <laughs> <that>. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, you <laughs> You've never seen, seen Babe?
2: It? I don't think so. It's because oh, he's dude. young. That's You what I'm are saying.
1: young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're
3: a What When did that movie come out? Juan, producer?
2: 94. Definitely. Uh,
0: yeah, that came out on. We rely on
1: you dude. You, you didn't, didn't do me. any prep you 1995 1995 even... But
3: the the 3D However they made The, the animals talk It looked real Revolutionary yep. dude But I mean That movie in itself Was like You know Like the, the little pig It's, a, that, talk, yeah. it's okay. a talking pig But they don't talk To the humans They just talk Amongst the animals so? right? okay. But basically Like he He gets saved From being like Taken away with his Family to be Made into ham Or whatever yeah.
2: It's rough. <laughs> love it's rough. It. I love it. <laughs> Goodness. It's Goodness rough. This is amazing. It's rough. And then, so he
3: ends up at a farm, and, like, he's technically, like, an orphan. And then, like, this um, this dog uh, has puppies, and she ends up, like, bringing him in, kind of, like, as part of her litter. And, you know, like, he becomes, like, a, a dog almost, and then, like, the, the farmer really likes him, and then he starts, like, messing around, and, like, he makes him, like, herd the sheep, and he's actually really good. Right. But then, like, all the animals, like, keep being, like, no, you're a pig, they're, you know, they're saving you for Thanksgiving and Ooh, Christmas or damn. whatever which
1: okay. is like can so can you hilarious. imagine being a pig and hearing that shit uh, yeah I can imagine it right now yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure,
2: I see myself right now it's like no you're wrong, you're wrong. but then yeah you're like
3: over time like he gained a lot of respect from the sheep and you know like the different like animals and then uh, the farmer ends up putting him into like this um, herding like competition or whatever and everybody's like laughing and they're like how can you have a pig here right. and then he does such a good job because he's a gentle pig and he talks to the to the Sheep, and they're like, Ma'am, can you please do this? And they do it so perfectly. And you know, like that story to me, it's also like similar to like what we we're talking about. Like, this pig isn't like a herding sheep dog or whatever. And like, no, he's a pig, he's a he pig, is a pig. <laughs> <laughs> he is a pig, but he did it, and he didn't care. And it's like, you know, like whatever like doesn't matter if you right. I mean technically they have probably gotten him to cook him and you know but he, whatever like he really I like, guess
1: ultimately yes Yeah, yeah probably. You know, <laughs> <probably>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you know then he ended up being like farmer's best friend almost like his dog right yeah so yeah similar to that it's like just going and doing what, what you want regardless of like whether you're not qualified for it at all right. also like understanding like people are gonna really think low of you just from what they see yeah and they have no idea like what your skill set is and like what your drive is and that's really
2: all that matters yeah and uh, you know people a lot of people will always expect you to fail yeah and you know they'll either try to discourage you or they'll encourage encourage in quotations because they will try to want to push you on and they feel like if they push you on even more it'll make your failure that much mm-hmm. that much greater and something that they can revel yeah, well, in why is that why is that man like I'll, I'm, I'm going into psychology for college i'm gonna
0: you're gonna let us know i'll I'm find, out, four out, years. I'll find <laughs> out and i'll let y'all know once
2: i <laughs> ask ask that. them why they don't want to yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't <laughs> like, <laughs> why, why are
1: you a
0: hater you know right. what i'm saying like so man. question for kevin what drives you to like do
1: this podcast to do this podcast yeah. honestly like ever since the first time that i got on here uh shout out preseason all my fellow (laughs) preseason guests who were on there shout out to you know all of them all of them them. (laughs) um since the first time that i got on here i was like damn this is so much fun and like i just honestly honestly literally i fell in love with it from the first time that i was nice. on here i was like damn this is this is awesome like yeah. i want to do this for the rest of my life <laughs> you know yeah I I mean, maybe forever. maybe that speaks more on me i just love hearing myself talk you know, I yeah, I mean, this is why <laughs> this is all about him i just, I just don't I, so I don't kevin you, came so. like as a
0: guest host clearly uh, i don't know when to shut up potato uh back in the preseason, and we were just at this we fell in love with you this man That's works, why man. we asked yeah. you to to
1: work with us you know still haven't paid me but it's cool man (laughs) we're getting there okay i gotta earn it i i I see it (laughs) but yeah no absolutely and you know what honestly i would have never considered this media at all right had it not because i because podcasts were around obviously yeah yeah, you know they were around they were a thing i never i never cared about any of them i listened to like a couple um uh just because i like like spooky stuff and i was listening to like spooky podcasts and stuff but like I never had considered doing anything like this or, you know, anything, you know, commentary wise or, you know, um, but doing it, not only just getting to talk and share ideas, but getting to share ideas with people who we would not normally get to speak to, exactly, you know, and people who don't think the same way we do, or who were not raised the same way we were and stuff like that. Like all of that stuff just adds to everything. And I think, I think I am it's just the love of story and that's the reason why i love movies so much and the reason why i love like all the, all this kind of stuff is because i think that that's who i am is 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 i want to be a storyteller i want to be able to do right. that whether it's like you know with the things that i write or whether it's like the work that we do like as artists and stuff like that or like music or anything like that like i want to be able to tell a story and to to you know engage in that way just because right. i feel that that is what connects us on On a level that's deeper than, you know, I don't know, like it just, I feel like it connects us on a deeper level to where we are all sharing the same idea and we're all, whether we take different things from it we're all still there because it's so great that's the same reason i love watching movies in theaters so much oh yeah because Mm -hmm. it's all a collective sort of we're all engaged with each other we're all experiencing the same thing yeah but we're not all experiencing experiencing it the same way you know we're all going through things differently and yet we're we're sharing this this experience that's like no one else out here is going to have the same thing with us You know, unless they've had it too, right? And then that just it it puts you on an even bigger scope where you can share these ideas with other people, and not only that, share perceptions of ideas, right? You know, and it's it's I don't know. There's something so cool about and unique about sharing things like that. That's another reason why I like scary movies so much, (laughs) because like you know when we get scared we all get scared together yeah. at the right. same time you yeah. know and, 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 we and you all... know
3: you're all feeling that same emotion exactly. right exactly. then and there exactly everyone
1: yeah. is feeling the same thing and everyone's yeah. connected through that genuine experience like when we saw Barbarian right <laughs> that well yes that <laughs> no when we saw Uncut Gems <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen Uncut Gems please say it like her
2: please say it like Julia
1: Uncut Gems <laughs>
2: <Unka> Gems
1: <laughs> have you guys seen that have I seen have it?
2: not seen it but I heard that it is is that adam um, sandler yeah yeah
1: oh, okay adam
2: sandler i haven't seen it dude i'm so good i love adam sandler adam sandler not sandler sandler but i'm Speak weary much? i'm i know right <laughs> i'm kind of weary about his movies because a lot of them kind of div- divulge into the same stuff but okay
3: okay okay take that back
1: <laughs>
2: whoa okay hello. <laughs> well i guess not into the same stuff but more like should i mute his mic yeah well no because no I, I have my i have my gripe with
1: adam sandler movies yeah
2: like like a lot of it falls under the same kind of sometimes the same gag. sometimes the same you know but yeah, happy madison dude yeah, yeah.
1: but <laughs> well okay no but this movie is yeah. completely different from yeah, any yeah and, of I, and
2: i've heard it's it's like one of his his if
1: not his best piece of work well i wouldn't consider this an adam sandler movie at all <laughs> oh no yeah, yeah but, but.
3: The Sadfi brothers only considered Adam Sandler for that's that role. Insane. Yeah. That's
1: insane. That's insane. And look how that
2: turned out. Atch,
1: Amazing. Know? Dude. Yeah,
2: Again, took a shot on someone. It's like a crazy vision. Go, to, and it works dude. out.
0: Vision. And that's the thing. Like, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm assuming dude. if it's that yeah, good, dude. then oh, yeah. he, oh, yeah. was Adam
1: Sandler the right person to play that oh, role? Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah, dude, no. Okay, Adam too. Sandler was yeah. crazy in this. Like, were you just like... You just lose. And that's that's the best part when you're watching a movie. And you know who's playing the character. You know who's voicing the character. You know blah, blah, blah. But, but it's you, not the but you lose you that person. Yeah, be. no, you lose I, it. Yeah. yeah, When you lose it completely and all you I see guess. is this character, that's how you know that person's doing a great fucking job. Yeah. When they don't... When it's not like, oh, no, this is Harrison Ford playing this character. It's like, nah, dude, this is Han Solo, man. Who yeah. the fuck is Harrison Ford? This is right. Han fucking yeah. Solo, <laughs> dude. Like, exactly. And I, you know where I felt that the last time was when I saw that... Uh, the Super Mario trailer, the one that oh, just came out. Oh, Chris man. Pratt! No. Yeah, okay, but it wasn't Chris Pratt, all right. I'm just saying. But you know, Jack Black, though. Oh yes, oh, yes. Dude, when I heard Jack Black as Bowser, I was like, "Holy because, shit! Dude, because, this is yeah, literally I, perfect."
2: Yeah, because um, myself, I, and something I'm going to admit to, I, when I was eight years old, when that movie came out, I wanted to watch it so bad. Okay, no, not that one. <laughs> No no, 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 I know, I know, but okay. when... Because when, when, that one's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Which one? The one that can't... When you are that Super
3: Mario Brothers, I want to say... No, was... no, no, no.
2: This, this is like more about Jack Black. It's Kung Fu oh, Panda, okay, okay, when, okay. when Kung Fu Panda oh, okay. came yeah. out, I wanted to watch it Okay, so okay, bad.
1: another thing. You can't say that movie and I be so like, sorry. expect me to know which Black so so <laughs> you're Can, talking to. Like, you're right. Read your mind. Yeah,
2: noob. Jack Black Debra. has all the hits man oh yeah <laughs> you, know, you got school of dudes I love school I haven't 1993 seen school of, by the way 93 I haven't seen School of Rock in so long but when I watch it dude, I love, I love watching Rock.
1: that movie that movie's awesome but um, Jack Black dude Jack you know, Black, what
2: dude goated, ever man. since but yeah when, when when Kung Fu Panda came out I wanted to watch the movie so bad I accidentally I didn't accidentally I rewatched it so many times without knowing that I was ordering it over and over on Comcast <laughs> oh my god so nice. that Bill was huge oh, I bet your parents but, were excited huge oh my mom was my mom you was a
1: huge huge kung fu panda huge nice <laughs> yeah
2: so like nice. when i heard his voice in the trailer i was like no way like it fits
1: dude yeah man that's why like so i heard well. him and i was like whoa yeah it's jack
2: because you can like you can you, obviously you hear you know just jack black and you're like but you want to you don't see jack black. you don't you see bowser dude, you see, and you Bow- see yeah. like
1: and that's that, that's that's what it's about. But them?
3: again, it's the same thing with the Tommy Weiser thing, kind of. I mean, definitely at different levels, right? But with Jack Black, again, it's like super genuine. Gives it like two hundred percent every you know single every thing time. that he's ever done. Yeah. yeah, like that's and that's what comes across. It's like that realness and that yeah. you know right. genuine
1: feeling. Yeah, right. And and I think that's that's with Adam Sandler too. Is he pushed it? Like he pushed it to be this character in such a great way that it didn't, it felt so organic, honestly. Mm -hmm. And just the way that he looked and the way that he, man, everything about the way he played this character was really, really good. But I remember we were in the theaters and we weren't even sitting next to each other because it was so packed. Uh, But literally everyone in the theater had the exact same reaction (laughs) at the end of this movie. And I think that's that's a beautiful that's thing, great, yeah. It's beautiful because literally, I literally turned around to them and I was like, "What the fuck was that? Yeah. What did we just watch?" Like, and
2: that's like- crazy when you can. God. For me, with like, because I love when when COVID hit and movie theaters like were closed down. When the first opportunity I got to go to a movie theater, I took it.
1: What, which what movie? Was that? Oh man, now I, I know. a movie, I yeah. think the first movie that I, I watched back.
2: I think the first one we watched was black widow not the best one to, okay. to go back to <laughs> well you know it's, but, it's, it's a movie theater it's, experience yeah. right? it's a
1: movie theater experience
2: yeah because not only that it was like the first movie we had had in theaters in a while but it was also the first marvel movie we had gotten in a, in a oh, long time true. so everyone was there waiting for it yeah and um i remember feeling because of course endgame the big like that big Man. movie feel it took
1: me a long time um, to get over that movie. yeah
2: and turning around to a complete stranger and just like being excited with someone you don't even know yeah it feels great that and like i feel that when i go like watch soccer games stuff like that being able to enjoy something mm-hmm. no matter what it is and it connects you sometimes you know for a brief moment with strangers sometimes you make friendships like that yeah yeah absolutely and it's like that's why you know, movies some things like movies, like TV shows. I became uh, part of this Twitter community for House of the Dragon. I don't know if you've got
1: to watch it. It's funny. I am watching House of the Dragon. I've I haven't seen the past four episodes, I believe. Okay. Um, never seen Game of Thrones either. Yeah. But I just well, started. It's good that you watch House, of, House of the Dragon
2: because then it'll you know it makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, but I'm not gonna
1: it. watch Game of Thrones. Oh okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, yeah, that's and just then, too much of a and that's another that's thing. Too big. Oh, I can't yeah. do that. And that's another thing, like um. Those those communities differ in, in opinions but with house of the dragon like you i was finally able to be uh, have conversations with people i don't even know from the twitter space um about one show and a lot of the time feeling the same feelings that other people um see yeah, because man. they're watching you know but um and it, to me that's that's great Oh yeah,
0: man. yeah. Just going back to what you were saying earlier, Kevin, about how sometimes when an actor like Adam Sandler in this last movie there, yeah, like you did, you didn't see watch. him, so Then you saw the actual character. Yeah, Absolutely. it reminded me of the movie I watched um, the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, with Jim. Carrey like, I, Car- I did not see Jim Carrey there because <laughs> oh, you dude. usually expect, you know, Jim Carrey's movie to see yeah. him play what he usually how, how he usually portrays yeah. himself, I guess, but. Uh, that, that one was a great movie oh my for God, me it dude, was an amazing movie kills movie, me dude. every time dude. well it's,
3: it's interesting just, though that we even mentioned uh, now with like Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler cause like the Truman Show was with Jim Carrey yeah, the which Truman is a yeah. show
0: awesome too I love that and
3: like the range with him where like why would you put him in this like deep and like you know like eternal sunshine and spotless mind can like really touch on like your feelings and so, like make you like, emotional anything, right dude. and it's like I wouldn't have ever imagined that Jim Carrey could do same, that and, same yeah you
1: know what I think it is uh, And i think this um because i feel especially with uh comics comedic actors people who understand that i feel like they can reach a level of pain that is sort of uh almost superhuman because of i don't know like i feel like there's there's a certain level of like cynicism in comedy maybe this is just my personal taste um, there's a sense of like knowing, being able to see uh, tragedy, and being able to add that timing and make it funny. You know, that's right. really what what comedy right. is. It's tra- tragedy plus timing. Is that you know? Right. And I think that for comedic actors and people who under really have a handle on that. I feel like they can reach a level of pain a level of portraying that that's sort of just yeah. they can get real with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like oh, yeah. think about think about like Robin Williams, man. Think yeah. about like um, R.I.P. Dude, for real. Yeah. Actually, one of his movies is on my list but we'll wait for that. Who mm-hmm. um, cool. else?
2: Then I, I think for like not necessarily like <laughs> career comedians, but like people that have been in comedy or have been portrayed, you know, have portrayed comedic characters, like Jordan Peele, dude, and the, his work, man, yeah, yeah, um, it's you know, for me, one that kind of hits a little bit closer for me, John Krasinski was always Jim from The Office, mm-hmm. and then Quiet Up Quiet Place comes out. That was a good movie. And, he did really good well in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was and great because he I wrote it. And, you know, the second one is second one's a pretty good follow up the okay. first one always like for me the first one was like the first time i had seen john krasinski like show that emotion yeah. in yeah. such a you know such a big moment and such a big uh scene where you know there's tension in almost every scene yeah mm-hmm. and then there's that moment literally of, that yeah the whole movie, is the whole movie yeah. my whole theater was dead silent during yeah, that you movie you have a theater yeah my personal (laughs) theater my personal theater (laughs) that i own and operate no the theater i was sitting in obviously (laughs) so like it was you know when and and i see a lot a lot of more you know people known for for their comedic roles stepping out of what we consider to be their their comfort zones Mm -hmm. and really take their like you say their their almost like cynicism and transform it into something where you can you you see their emotion and you can feel it Mm and that's yeah
3: and i think that's like through the like the power of observation right Right. that they have to have and again with like you say like the tension and the storytelling it's just like really setting this thing up because they really understand that Mm -hmm. like process of feeling and you know what's funny and like how to like manage that yeah Yeah, mold it all together so yeah i know it's really interesting to see how like comedic actors actually have like such great range and when they do hit those like peaks it's just like oh my god like this person
2: like right who is the right it's not the person that you imagine to see like i said john K was always Jim to me Mm -hmm. and then this movie comes out Mm -hmm. and and even now with his with his show um the
0: You Jack. Forgot
2: Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yeah. I was say oh, Jack I thought Rager. that was a movie. I was
1: going to ask about that, but no, no. It, no yeah, it's, it's a, a show.
2: Sure. And like seeing him more in his like action roles, is, is kind of hard to, you know, to imagine because again, he some of the, most of the movies he's been in and um, in the shows have been more as a comedic character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then when he's able to stretch his his creative legs and be and bring a bit more dimension to to you know to his roles, I think uh, when comedians are able to do that or people more because. Even comedians, you know, they they they've been able to you know, go into different movies and and just be able to, like I said, uh, stretch their creative legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And bring a different dimension to to their characters and to themselves.
1: Yeah, and I think I mean that 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 helps them a lot, and that's what sort of right. makes it because you really do feel it you know right. it, like when you mm-hmm. expect something from somebody something that's like super positive but when they're going through it man you're going through it right there with them right. because you, you're like i can handle you you know at your good times i can handle you in the mask i can handle your ace ventura mm-hmm. but you're over here trying to forget kate winslet dude and i'm just like <laughs> right oh, yeah shit, we can't do this man <laughs> it's crazy dude that movie breaks me dude oh yeah. god that movie's so freaking good Shout out, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Top ten. I feel like
3: movies. I remember seeing that movie when I when it came out, and I was like, I don't know what year it must have been, but it probably was like middle school You're or something. Young. But I remember I liked it, and I was like, this is a cool movie. But I don't I don't get it, but like I, I get it. And then I saw it several years after, mm-hmm. when i like experienced heartbreak and stuff. And It
1: murdered you. Yeah, and I
3: was like, wow.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I
1: think I watched it for the first time. I want to say my senior year of high school was the first time that I watched it and foof man. That was insane. that's such a good movie, dude. Yeah. Damn. So I wanna ask the same question to you,
0: Lucilla. Am I saying your name right by <laughs> yes. the way? Okay. it's Lucilla. You can
1: Lucilla. call me Lucy Lucilla. if it's easier. Lucy? I feel
3: like that's what Kevin calls me anyways that-
1: Okay. What? Lucy? Lucy?
3: Yeah, you call me that.
1: Yeah, well yeah. That's how I introduce you to people because it's easier than Lucy. I feel
3: I feel like yeah. So that, yeah. Does anybody else call you Lucy? No, just, just people just I know. MRP. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, so not just the professional be- world. People that I know through you. And then everyone else, like, from college onwards calls me Lucilla. So it's like a big like separation. Her stage name. Interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Interesting. So wow. like what I asked Kevin earlier about what drives you like in your passion projects, apart from work. Mm-hmm. you know I, I know you run like a um an instagram film page mm-hmm. and uh, you, you know you, as an artist illustrator i think that you are as well right
3: designer yeah so designer a little level. bit of everything in. Yeah.
0: so what drives you to those projects that may be like we're doing this podcast and we're not really getting any like money off of it and we we're spend certainly on, and we like money we spend it. like a lot yeah. of time right and so like <laughs> At the end of the day, we're like, why are we, why are we doing this, right? right? Right. So why do you do the things that you do?
3: I think I mean, an interesting why question.
0: Yeah. how are you the way are? It's
3: like I don't know why I'm the way that I am.
0: <laughs> Every time you. <laughs>
3: um, but no, that's a good question. I mean, I guess I never really thought about it, but even through this conversation, it is like the the whole like thing about like storytelling and like feeling and being able to like connect and have a story that, like, resonates, which, you know, I feel like most stories have some bits that are going to resonate with people. And it's just interesting. Like, we're all such, like, lonely people, you know. At the end of the day, it's just us in our heads, right? Yeah. Right. But there's a lot of these things that people are putting out there of, like, their own experiences and their own thoughts. Being able to, like, connect with that is really cool. And, you know, thinking about, like, your own experiences and, like, how that maybe relates, where it's like, oh, like, I had an experience like that. I know how that feeling is. Like, I see how, like, I like this director does these things because they, like, really emphasize those, like, quiet moments or something. And, like, finding that where you, like, really see yourself and then also being able to, like, see your friends in it or, like, even, like, connect to that. I think that's really special. And it's interesting because I know, like, I, with design, it's not necessarily like I'm doing any, like, storytelling or anything, but we actually are through so many things where we have to, like, present things and really talk about our ideas and our concepts and like you know what how we got from point a to point b to really like make something i think everything that we do does have like a sense of storytelling because you're really trying to you know portray a concept or something and i think it all kind of like ties in together and you know film just happens to be like the easiest (laughs) medium to consume yeah it really is but yeah um i feel like yeah that's kind of it but I don't know I mean it's it's just really good it's like nice connecting and I think even like when I met you Kevin um, how long ago probably like 2008 7 it or? was 2008 seven. Eight. 7 no because
0: let me look it up online
1: yeah <laughs> it was 2008
3: no it was 2007 because we started eighth grade in 2007
1: no then- rock paper scissors we started rock, eight paper, scissors, so in
3: 2008 no it was two- okay whatever When you all met back in the day. Back in the day, it was eighth grade when we met. But I felt like I remember I I did not like you at all. Yeah, When I first met you,
1: I literally tell everyone that. (laughs) I tell everyone that. So
3: annoying. Um, Yeah, but but look
1: look who stuck around. What's up? (laughs) Look who's on MRP. (laughs) Look (laughs) Look who's on (laughs) a podcast.
3: Yes, thank you. But I feel like the thing that we connected on was a lot of like TV and like movies and stuff, and music, which are all things that like you know again are like really sh- like showing that you know your own personal experience can be reflected into what someone else is doing absolutely and yeah. like again it's like i didn't like you at all but like we Fair listened enough. to a lot of the same music um we liked a lot of the same shows and i was like okay but like maybe there's like something here with this guy like he doesn't suck that much
0: there you
1: go he like he's relatable i'm gonna put that he, on my he doesn't suck that, that much, much. <laughs>
3: yes. just a little bit just
0: a little put bit. that on your resume hell so, yeah if if I want to know why then you like Kevin, like, dude. I, I kind of want to like. You don't have time. I think that's a podcast. One, well, well one, a podcast yeah. Episode. I mean, just like
1: one reason. Like, dude, well, that was well, annoying, well, dude. It well, was so annoying. Know, imagine me, yeah, as as a child. You know, like as a
2: done. I see you right now. It's, yeah. You know, it's, then it's, get out of my it's not studio. Fun. Exactly. <laughs>
1: She, I, I wouldn't like have wanted to hang out with me either. You Around were getting in trouble
3: know. in class too. I remember they had to isolate you one time and like oh put God, him up against the accurate.
1: wall. Bro, that's racist. Yeah, had yeah. yeah. to like segregate you. Drawing on the board, <laughs> and then I got in trouble for <laughs> yeah. that too. Segregation. Like yeah, I, I, I think I was just annoying.
2: I mean, I am. But
3: like, I think yeah, I, I didn't like you maybe for like two three months, I don't know. and then and I don't then like you grew me. on me because I was bored and honestly Kevin's pretty funny. So
2: so basically Kevin was a kid that I hated to see in in school because all he would do was get in trouble get isolated and get all the girls
1: not even dude that was another <laughs> friend what are you
3: talking about well like, oh, i guess both of you guys but there were people that were that's really only, into that's
1: only because we we were the most interesting people at that school Probably that's that's true, you know, that's true. okay you Yeah. Know, it's because we because we're the poorest <laughs> <laughs> that makes you interesting maybe that's, that's why she didn't like it's you. A, new yeah. Yeah. It, it a new perspective it is a new perspective whoa we're gonna put a pause right there But this enticing conversation will continue in part two, Lenses for Lessons, The Reckoning. Which MRP member has a deadly porn addiction? And which MRP member was violent enough to try to stab a child with kitchen knives? Tune in next week, where we continue our discussion. Movies, knives, porn, all of this and more on part two of Lenses for Lessons. MRP show out. Thank you for listening. And please support us by rating us five stars. It really
3: helps. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other socials by searching for MRP show or visit us at MRPShow.com to stay updated. Until next time. I forgot to hit record.